Welcome to the Hello Mornings podcast, where our goal is to inspire and equip you to build a grace-filled, life-giving morning routine. My name is Kat Lee, and today we're talking with author and Bible study expert Katie Orr about her morning routine and some simple ways that we can get started with Bible study or dive deeper in our study of God's Word. I've known Katie for years, and I always love the wisdom and practical ideas that she brings, and I know you're going to enjoy our chat today, so let's dive right in. Hey, Katie, welcome to the Hello Mornings podcast. Hey, Kat. So excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. I know that you've been a part of Hello Mornings since the beginning, like very beginning. I remember pictures of us back at the Relevant Conference when it was called Relevant and not Illum, back when the Illum Conference existed. And that was, man, that was probably six, Long seven time ago. years ago. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. And for those listening, Katie, it really, Hello Mornings would not still be around if it wasn't for Katie. She headed up Hello Mornings for a long time, a couple years. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just so thankful for everything that you've invested in it and um, all that you've taught the women and me in Hello Mornings. So I would love for you to just take a minute and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and your family and what you do online. All right. Well, I am Katie Orr. I am a pastor's wife. So my husband is a doctor now. That's a big thing that's just happened this Mm -hmm. year. He is a doctorate in ministry. Uh, He is a pastor, senior pastor, and we serve currently a uh, small country church in central Kentucky where you've got the rolling bluegrass hills and the cows across the street and lots of fun things that this, uh, I'm I'm a suburbs girl, so (laughs) it's different for me, but we've been here five years, so I, you know, should be used to it by now. Hey, I want to know, does he make you call him doctor? No, no, no. Okay. I would, if I, if I. I know my doctorate. I would make everybody call me doctor, even my children. Yes. Dr. Mama. Dr. Mama. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So he's a lot of fun. He's awesome. And we actually are starting to do some ministry together online. We've been ministering together, of course, in the local church. Before that, we were on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ, working with uh, college students. And that was a lot of fun as well. So we met married in Florida. He's a Florida boy. And we have three kids, uh, Kenneth, Anna, and Michael. And we have been all over the map, uh, especially in the southeast. So lived in Atlanta. We lived in We started out in Jacksonville, Atlanta, back to Florida, a couple different places there. And then now we're in Kentucky. We've been here five years, which is the longest we've been anywhere since we've been married. Oh, <laughs> so, it. yeah. Um, and then a little I think bit. About that's all about do. me. Oh, what do oh, I do right. online? Yeah, yeah. I. I um, yeah, I guess I've done a little bit of everything, but I feel like I'm finally, I guess it's like, you know, part of the, you get into your thirties and you start figuring out what you want to do. And then I'm right around the corner from 40. So it's like, I'm laser focused now, hopefully, but really just wanting to equip busy women to experience God daily. And so that is, I, I do a lot of things, you know, we have a little podcast and I've got a blog that I'm pretty inconsistent with. And (laughs) I write Bible studies and I do a lot of teaching and I travel. So life is a very not regular, you know, it's it's very seasonal of what's going on. Um, But I think the central point in all of that is really discipleship and teaching and really helping women get into the word in a significant, meaningful way and get over the hurdles that keep us from being in the word. 
That sounds like the perfect focus for you to have to be on the Hello Mornings podcast. And we're going to get into that in just a little mm-hmm. bit. The first thing I want to ask you is, so you're a pastor's wife. So that means that you have a perfect quiet time every morning. Is that right? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> do you feel like, do you feel that pressure or do you feel that expectation from people that you have to do certain things or be a certain way as a pastor's wife? Um, I think sometimes more, mainly from my own internal pressure. Mm. Uh, we're in a great place right now. I know that that's not the case of every pastor's wife, that there are lots of pastor's wives that I hear of stories of people going up to them and saying, well, you shouldn't wear this because you're the pastor's wife. And you shouldn't say that because you're the pastor's wife and really holding the pastor's wife and the family in general to a different standard, which in some ways is, is you know, hopefully, you know, your, your pastor and pastor's wife are, are not doing things that any Christian shouldn't do, you right. know, but, but I, there is, there is certainly, I mean, part of our ministry is being an example. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I just had that expectation kind of going into it because so much, it's not about just teaching and telling, but things are caught yes. often. Yes. And so, um, so I, no, I don't feel that pressure, but sometimes I do if I let that get to an unhealthy place, if well, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And it sounds like you're in a, a great church and a sweet community that they don't put that pressure on you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Okay. Well, let's talk about your morning time and okay. what you're, you know, so what, what is, you wake up, what is a typical in your untypical life? What does yes. a typical morning <laughs> look like? Oh, goodness. It really does depend on the season. But typical is for me, um, I like to say my life is regularly irregular, Mm. you know, Um, like like right now we're just kind of in the season of not doing homeschool currently. And so that's a whole new layer of things as well. Um, But right now we don't have anywhere to be. You know, we don't have any. We're just kind of being a little lazy. So my days are a little bit some days or, you know, I might sleep till nine, you know, some, but then this morning I was up, I was up at gosh, six forty-five. you know, so it is irregularly regular, but irregularly irregular. But what I really try to do, and I I talked about this before about this trigger idea that I I wake up and I I just want my coffee, you know? And so whether I get up at nine o'clock or six in the morning, my trigger is my coffee. So that means that when I have my coffee, then I have my quiet time. And that really helps me in my morning routine, uh, regardless of where I'm waking up or what time I'm waking up, coffee, then Bible. And in this season lately, it's been a lot of scripture memory Hmm. because of what I do and that my quote unquote job is studying the Bible. A lot of times I might be in a big project studying for something to write. And so it's, it's, I I guess it's kind of like what pastors might feel a little bit. They're in the word a lot, but that doesn't mean they're always connecting with God. Mm -hmm. And so for me right now, and I have seen it be so fruitful too, that even if I'm not reading anything or studying anything specific with a group or because of, I've got this work deadline, I, I try to do my memory work every day and I use an app, which I love. Um, it is, (laughs) I'm totally blanking. Scripture typer. It's amazing. It's like a $10 app, at least when I bought it. I don't know what it is now. And it's worth every penny. 
uh, the pro version and it keeps it all organized. And so I will go over that. You know, I usually have some, some verses I need to review or verses that I'm trying to uh, master. And so that is one thing that I do lately, I guess over the last year or two, that's been become a new norm for me is that scripture memory. I love that. Um, and I love that you shared an app. That's a super practical. Did yes. So it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I wish I'd found out it about it a long time ago when I, I, uh, memorized the book of Philippians, which seems really lofty. I just like jumped in. Like I did, I went from zero to a hundred, you know, like I had been doing no scripture memory. And I thought, I just want to, I want to memorize a book of the Bible. So I chose Philippians and it was a very long, 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 process. I would have picked like third John or something. I know. (laughs) Jude. Yeah. I don't know, but I did it and it was in community and there was like Laura Williams and lots of other people did it along with me. It was so much fun. Uh, but then I didn't, I didn't have a plan to review. And so I lost it. And so even like this morning I was reviewing some in Philippians three. And so the app is so awesome because it tells you what to review when Mm. Um, and as you master it, it'll spread it out over time. So I don't have to think about it. It's like, it's already a system. I just have to show up every morning and it tells me what to do. It's awesome. So here's where I get stuck sometimes where I'm like, okay, I want to memorize scripture. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? Like what, what's the next thing? I I don't know. For some reason, kind of like, I think a lot of people feel about getting started with fitness Mm -hmm. Yeah, is okay, what's the best thing? Like, do I need to have the, you know, the Roman road memorized? Do I need to, or, you know, just whatever it is, maybe I need to memorize the gospels. Maybe I need, you know, just, I know a lot of (laughs) times it can just feel (laughs) overwhelming. What, what, what should I start? What, what what's the most important thing to memorize first? Because then sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll start with a verse and then I'll think, oh, I really should have this verse memorized instead. Mm-hmm. And then I switch to that. So I don't know if you, do you ever feel that pull? Yeah. And I get that question a lot, both about scripture memory and Bible study. Where do I start? Mm. And uh, it's so hard to answer that question because there's, you know, you're probably not going to want to start in Leviticus. Um, but poor Leviticus, I know poor Leviticus. I actually studied that recently, kind of a bird's eye view. And I'm like, this is amazing. I want to go back and study it deeper. But I also have a good 20 years of Bible study under my belt, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm to the point now where like I, I, there, there's a foundation of theology and a foundation of study that I can go to Leviticus and under, begin to understand it. There's just some of those books that are that way right. that you really got to understand how the Old Testament and the New Testament go together and really have a good grasp on all the big picture things of the Bible. So. So, yes, there are some choices that are not going to be the best. <laughs> you know, you might get a little frustrated. So I'm all about quick wins. I think you are, too. You know, that's the habit is so key. Habit is so key. But we also don't want to frustrate ourselves by getting too big of a goal at first. Like or, Well, I know. I know. <laughs> but I think the difference is that in our expectation. I knew it was going to take me a very, very, very long time. Yeah. So if we say that we're going to memorize one verse in two weeks, that's, that's a win. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big win that we can, so you can have a big goal, but learn to, um, stair step it, I guess, make it get sized. Um, so I, I almost want to say to, I think my gut, when you asked me that question was, where is your heart being stirred right now? And I think that's why I loved Philippians already. 
and I wanted to know it better, that that's what kept me going. Mm. So if there is a passage of scripture that you, you're already, your heart is already leaning toward, then do that. Um, because I think you're going to be more motivated to do that. Or if there's a group doing it, I think doing something in a group is so key. I mean, that is why Hello Mornings is so successful because people are, they're getting together with people, with other people and, and they, there's power in that accountability. And so I would say get started with a group. Do not depart is actually a site that I used to have a long time ago. We've done some things with Hello Mornings mm-hmm. with Do Not Depart a long time ago. And they still have regular scripture memory challenges. The very first one was Philippians, you know, four or five years ago. And so so they still have some of those. So I would say just pick something somewhat manageable. It can be a big goal, but just set smaller goals uh, to do it. I think scripture memory is is like the super secret ninja trick to Bible study. Why do you say that? Um, here's an example. I wrote a book. I wrote a Bible study on Colossians 3, 1 through 17. Studied it for months and months and months and months. Wrote a book about it. And then, do not depart, actually, they had a scripture memory challenge that was around the same time as my release. So people could go through the Bible study and memorize Colossians 3, 1 through 17. And I'm still trying to master Colossians 3, 1 through 17. That's been months and months and months and months of still trying to master it. And I feel like I know the passage better now. I'm seeing things through memorizing it that Mm -hmm. I did not see studying it for months at a time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think there's something about that writing it on our hearts. Um, And it does seem very, (laughs) it's so lofty. It feels so lofty, but it can be so, so simple. Um, Especially if we just take a small, I think that's a great 17 verses. You know, that's, that's doable. It might take you all year long to do it, but it will be so fruitful. So fruitful. And that was Colossians 3, 1 through 17. So if somebody right now was listening and they thought, I don't have my heart being stirred any particular location right now, they could just jump in with Colossians 3, 1 through 17. Yeah. Yeah. And do not depart. They have things that you can print out, put it up in your bathroom, put it up you know, I, I have mine on the shower stall. So from the outside looking in, so I can, or whatever, other, other way around. So it's taped on the outside and I can see it through the glass. And so I'm just, you know, in the shower memorizing. My son does of, that for his school Bible verses. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and actually the other day, my daughter was on a, like a youth group thing and they had some sort of scavenger hunt. She's like, Mom, what's the verse? It's in the middle of the shower curtain because our shower curtain has Bible (laughs) verses printed on it. She's like, I can't remember the reference, but it's in the middle of the shower curtain. When you have it open halfway, go to my bathroom and look at it. And I was like, yes, that that, that shower curtain was well worth the purchase. She memorized a verse, maybe not the location of it, but the verse because of the shower curtain. So maybe that's... I I love how... I love that. It's so funny. And I mean, and you have this in your book, your new book, Hello Mornings, you know, like you say, start with uh, Psalm... Is it 143? Psalm 143? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. You know, and it really does like, like as simple as reading it every single day. If you read Psalm 143 every single day for a month, you will have it memorized. Mm -hmm. It's just about faithfulness and repetition. Mm-hmm. And it does, it becomes etched on our heart. And I think that that is some of the most fruitful time that we can spend in God's word. And, you know, I wonder if in today's day and age, when we're constantly looking to the next thing, we're scrolling to the next Instagram post, we're reading the next email, we're 
always doing the next thing. If this habit or this activity of just sitting and marinating in one thing that is, you know, the word of God, how powerful is that for us and how kind of counter counterculture and maybe also just really peaceful for us to just sit and marinate on one thing until it's ingrained in, in us instead of that constant activity of looking to the next thing. Yeah, I agree. I think so much about success in our morning, success in like spiritual areas, especially is managing our expectations. Mm. And I think our expectation because of our culture, what you're saying has become consume, 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 Mm -hmm. consume, be busy, keep doing. And we are constantly consuming and there's something fun about that. And there's something we, we must get some sort of feedback from that emotionally there is a benefit, but I mean, you know, we can learn about so much. We can just Google whatever we want to know. We have every resource at our fingertips and that's a good thing, but it's like we are, we're masters of nothing, right. you know? And I, I think that when we, we need to change our expectation about everything, but it, let's bring it back down to everything when I mean learning, you know, change our expectations with learning. But when it comes to the Bible too, and it comes to our morning routine, we come with a set of expectations, whether or not we realize it. Mm -hmm. And I see it in my life. I see it in so many other people's life, the paralysis of perfection. And that if I, whether or not I realize I've got an idea in my head of what the perfect morning looks like. And if, if I don't measure up with that, then I tend to give into the if I can't do it right, I shouldn't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And well, that is going to be the quickest way to deflate our sails, to put a hole in our tire, you know, whatever you want to call it. it. It will it will stop us in our tracks if we cannot let go of those expectations. And what a, for lack of a better phrase, what a great tactic of the enemy to, you know, put those seeds in our mind to make us think, well, it's kind of a, I'm, it's kind of a good reason for me not to do it in the sense of I'm pursuing the best thing. And it, it almost feels in a, righteous in a sense of if I can't do it perfectly, then I just won't do it at all. Some sort of, mm-hmm. you know, martyr kind of thing. When in reality, just I am all about just doing things badly. Just just keep keep doing it badly. And eventually it's going to get better. Like all my kids play stringed instruments. And that doesn't always sound great at the very beginning when they're, in, <laughs> you know, eight years old. That it's not always music to the ears, but they just keep doing it 10 minutes a day. They just keep doing it. And eventually it's just the most soothing, beautiful thing. And, you know, it, they could have sat there and said, you know, I can't do it great at eight years old, so I'm just not going to do it. And then they would be nowhere 10 years later. Um, not that there's, not that it's been 10 years, six years later. <laughs> um, but the same for us, just, you know, get up, just do something, just start. And whether it's memorizing scripture or starting a morning routine or whatever it might be. Um, so I want to know, what are some of your favorite, your already sh- favorite resources? You already shared that scripture memory app. Mm-hmm. What, do you have a favorite Bible? Do you have a favorite pen, journal, anything like that? <laughs> Things that make your morning sweet. Um, I love my spot. I call it my happy place. Um, I think that that has been very fruitful because what I do in the morning changes a lot. Um, 
But I mean, it's always word centered, of course, but I think having a spot with a cozy blanket and uh, a, um, I have a bookshelf right there. So I've got anything that I, I might need that, that is, are some of my favorite resources because if not, then I get distracted and I get up and go, Oh darn, where was this? And where was that? And where was that book I was going to look up or my mind is all over the place all the time. So having a place there and, uh, having uh, like scraps of paper around, especially three by, not three by five, either three by five cards or sticky notes, Mm -hmm. Because my mind is always going like a thousand miles per hour (laughs) and I have a hard time concentrating. And if I get stuck on, I gotta, I I can't forget this. If I don't have a piece of paper and a pen to, to write something down, like then I'll get stuck on worrying about forgetting that. So I always keep, you know, post-it notes and a pen so that I can write those things down quickly and then forget about it and come back to it later. I love that. I heard that in college. Like that was a gift from the Lord. (laughs) So I keep going back to that. Um, Somebody that was discipling me and her name was Lainey. And she said, you know, something that helps me is I just keep a piece of paper with me because even then as a, you know, 20 year old or whatever, I was struggling with, even though I had all the time in the world, I would sit down to read the Bible and I'd get distracted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I hold on to that a lot. So I guess post, I love post-it notes. They're everywhere. Yeah. I'm a big fan of post-it notes. I've, I've been trying to cut back on my addiction and I've been using one of those, <laughs> one of those boogie boards. Have you seen uh-huh. those? Laura has one of those. I saw it at uh, her house and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I like but... it because in order to erase it, you have to, you erase the whole thing. So for those listening, it's like a, a little electronic pad, but it's like, $20 and you can an LCD writing tablet, I guess is what it's called. And so you can write on it, but in order to re- to erase it, you press the button and it erases the whole thing. And that sort of helps me because with sticky notes, I find that I will write something down, stick it somewhere and then write something else down, stick it on top of it. Then I move all those sticky notes into my <laughs> inbox and then I stick those in a drawer somewhere. Yes. And so the boogie board kind of helps me be like, okay, I wrote all these things down because they're important. I need to make decisions on all of these because when I press this button, they will all disappear. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort that's of awesome. But yeah. yeah, that's a great, that's a great tip. Um, mm-hmm. Is your morning spot, where in, where in the house is that? Right now it's in the basement, which is part, like it's half of the basement is my office. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of my adult space. <laughs> Do you find... Like sometimes what, you know, I have little things that I write down on as I get distracted. I found that when I have my quiet time in my office, I've started having it on the floor in a little floor chair that I have in my office instead of in my office chair. Because I found when I sat in my office chair, my brain went into office work mode. Mm -hmm. And somehow that tiny change of location, it's literally one foot away. Yeah. (laughs) Helped me to be like, okay, this is Jesus time. This is not mm-hmm. quickly check something time. This is Jesus time. Mm-hmm. Do you find you get that distraction? Being yeah. Nervous? Well, I have a separate chair okay. and that's almost the only time I sit down in it mm-hmm. is when I'm spending time with the Lord. And in fact, I mean, we've had this chair for a long time. We got it when we were newlyweds uh, it was from Pier One. It's like the lightest furniture ever, but it's just this tan kind of neutral thing and it has ottoman and it just goes with everything. 
and I remember I, I remember being up at 630 in the morning the day that my son was born because I was in labor and I was journaling in that chair going, okay, I think this is it, Lord. I don't know what I'm doing. Help, you know? <laughs> but I have all these memories from this, this chair, you know, hasn't always been in this chair, depending on, you know, how we've had to rearrange and stuff, but I really love it. So you mentioned a journal. Do you have mm-hmm. a special journal? Oh goodness. I have so many journals. My favorite journals are paper O journals. P-A-P-E-R dash O-H. And they're expensive. <laughs> um, I like them for study more than anything. Not necessarily like, I don't use them for like my prayers, journaling out my prayers. But I use them when I study something. And I just love the way they feel, the way you write on them. They they lay flat the, the way that it's, I don't know all the names of the binding Smithsonian maybe. Yeah, I, don't, I don't either. It, it's really nice. So when you open it up, it just all lays flat. Even in the middle, it just lays flat. Like it doesn't flip around as a magnetic closure. They're really nice. You can't get them on Amazon. You can only get them at like specialty stores. But I love them. And they hold up really, really, really well. So I will have to check them out. I have a yes. slight addiction. They're to a splurge for pens, sure. Yeah. yeah. Splurge for sure. But and I have a little one. I got this little one. Uh, they have all sorts of different sizes. I like the eight and a half by 11 size. Uh, and I got a smaller one and it's like my husband and I are going to Paris in January. So fun. And so I got one for like my Paris, you know, notes, like trying to figure out all the research and all that stuff. Yes. So yes. Again, that was a splurge, but yeah, those are my favorite. Oh, I should say prayer journal. I just found Valmarie paper this year. Oh, I've heard um, of that. Yes. Valerie <laughs> Warner. Um, and her company is Valmarie Paper, and she has a lot of great prayer resources. And um, there is, the, I'm going to be using this for 2018. There's a 2018 prayer journal. It's amazing. I love it. I cannot wait to use it. I really want to be more intentional in my prayers in 2018. That's kind of going to be my focus. I want to incorporate it more into my morning time. I mean, I, I pray, but it's usually just kind of randomly in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not real strategic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she has a ton of different sections, um, world and nation. And then, you know, for your family, for your loves, for the lost, for it, it's really, really well done. Then there's also a section. There's three sections. So that's the first section is for each month that has these prayer request slots and you fill it out before the month and then you can go through it each day and pray through those things and you check them off when you see them answered. Then there's a second section that's just a journaling section. So I'm really excited to have those two together Hmm, because I've always had some sort of prayer journal and there's some seasons where I pray every day journal, you know, like actually write it out. And then there's other seasons where it might be two months before I write it out. It's usually when my heart is heavy and I just I feel like like I can connect with the Lord through talking in my head with him. Mm-hmm. But there's just some things that just feel like I need to sit down and really just pour out my heart to him. And that's mm-hmm. usually how I physically journal, prayer journal. And so I'm excited to have that all in 2018, you know, to have it all bound together. And then the third section is for just counting blessings, doing your, you know, numbering the things that you're thankful for, which I've done those in years past. So I'm excited to get back to that. So that every day or at least every week, I'm intentionally counting blessings that are, you know, that I'm thankful for. So I'm I love that. so excited about it. And it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love that intentionality of 
kind of having a plan, being more strategic with your prayer, mm-hmm. then having the section to kind of process through it, and then, you know, recalling what he's done already. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in all that journaling, do you have a favorite pen? Um. Okay, I keep changing my favorite pen. I just bought some <laughs> new ones yesterday because I asked for the She Reads Truth Bible for Christmas, mm-hmm. and my husband bought it when I was standing there because he's always afraid he's going to buy me the next thing. So he's like, pick one out. I was like, okay. So anyway, so I'm like gearing up for opening that up in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, and I've heard that the pages are really thin, and so I was like, doing some research on the best pen to use in the She Reads Truth Bible and it's a gel pen. So I just bought some new gel mm. pens and I like really micro fine. Yeah. So I just bought the Uniball Signo Ooh, and I've, I've been it. using it just this last week, just, or not, I mean, just this last 24 hours really. And I really like the way they write. I haven't tried it in a Bible yet, but I also might before that, before yesterday <laughs> um, was the Stedler pens. Yes. ST. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the way that those Right. I've been using those in um, like everything. So I, I have I two have packs, a, actually. I have a travel pack and then I have one for my um, like my spot, my happy place. <laughs> Do you have the little roll? Like I have this. My friend Kelly gave me this little. It's like a a roll and you unsnap it and you roll it out and it has, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably 20 different colors of the pen. And then a little pouch where you can put extra things like washi tape or whatever. And so when I'll be writing out scripture in the morning, I'll, I'll get my little roll and I'll unsnap it and I'll roll it out. And I look at it and I'm like, I choose oh, you. I know. <laughs> that's and then awesome. that's the color I use for the day. It's, I don't know, yeah. there's something magical about it. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I like have a too. roll. I okay. have like, it comes with this plastic ease, like case that turns into like an easel, like a prop set. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that one too. Yeah. But you, you can still the do the ceremonial choosing. <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, it is. It's like, ooh, what color am I going to do today? <laughs> so, I love it. I love the way that those write. Before then, I was on the the flare pen kick from you. Yeah. And there's a girl, Ellen, in my church that was raving about them, too. And I was like, I better get the flare pens. Um, but I don't know. I, I used them for a while, but they just seemed to dry out really easily. I, so, I really like the... Um, is it Pigma Micron? Uh-huh. Yeah. Called? I think those are probably my very favorite because they write so fine and they don't bleed through anything that I've used yes. it on. Uh, so yeah. those are my kind of universal ones. But then there's others that I'll use on different yeah. occasions. I use the Pigma Micron ones for sermon note taking in my sermon note taking book Bible. Like I'm, I'm starting to get where I want to like have my Bible separated. You know, I've got my mm. Bible for taking sermon notes because now that they have all these great journaling bibles it's like you can do that you know so See, that's different that and so you know i'm sure there's people listening who are like yes i'm totally with you katie and then there's people like me who think i can't write in the bible it stresses <laughs> me out i can highlight thing ever no i, I totally underline, get it. but i, I totally cannot like i can't even write in a bound journal i can only write in like a spiral <laughs> notebook because writing in a bound journal is just I'm like, and then I mess up and then I tear the yeah. page out. I can't tear a page out yeah. of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I get it. There's, yeah. there's some different strokes for different folks. Yes. So I hope that, that, uh, as you, as you guys are listening to us talk, you know, you're not like, okay, everybody <laughs> needs to be like Katie or everybody needs to be like Kat, whatever works for you and is peaceful yes, for you. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> okay. So last question that I have for you is as you get ready for the mornings, especially 
since you have a regularly irregular schedule, do yes. you have a bedtime routine? Ugh, no. No, that's great. I mean, yes and no. I, I, I've been all over the map. I have been the Hello Mornings queen, getting up early and setting my alarm at night and all of that. Like, I just feel like I've been on the, I've like traveled the gamut so many times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially as I get older, I feel like I need to pay attention to the cues that my body is giving me. And sometimes that means sleeping in. Um, But then there's sometimes, like lately, I just feel like I've been, I've been getting kind of undisciplined with it, you know, mm-hmm. but then I wonder, is this a season where I need to just be a little undisciplined? Yeah. See, you know, see the thing, I think being the Hello Mornings queen <laughs> means that there's consistency, that you're regularly irregular, that you don't always wake up <laughs> at the same time. Right. That regardless of when you wake up, you have that trigger, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, you have your cup of coffee and then you meet with Jesus with whatever yeah. time that you have. I think that is being a Hello Mornings queen. And I would happily put a crown on your head if we were in person <laughs> right now. Yay. Because it's not it's not getting up early or, you know, yeah. being rigid. It's just the consistency of just, Jesus, I love you. And I want to start my day with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. But, but you yeah. know, bedtime, I struggle with that, too. The, maybe yeah. that'll be Hello, Hello Night Times will be my next book. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard, you know, like last night. And, and I mentioned this in the book. I have my suburban mom frat party. I don't know what it is when everybody goes to bed. Suddenly, it's just like, no one yeah, is going to talk to me for eight no, hours. I don't want to go know. to bed now. So yes. I struggle with that as well. But then, you know, then it, it always impacts the next, the next day. So I'd like to yes, hear what yeah. other people are or aren't doing or if they can commiserate in the struggle. So yeah. you're right I think there when, with me. When in the seasons where I need to be more, because there are, there's just seasons where we need to be more disciplined. So mm-hmm. When things are like, like, like I said, we just came out of a really busy fall, you know, where we had, we had to be somewhere three times a week, which for a homeschooling family is a big deal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause we have stuff to do at home too. Right. So we had to be somewhere by either eight o'clock or nine o'clock, three days a week. And I was speaking at least once a month, sometimes two or three times a, a month, um, which means I'm traveling. And it just was a busy, plus we had all this church stuff going on. I mean, just busy, busy, busy. And so I had to be disciplined. I I couldn't be staying up till one in the morning, you know, or I I couldn't function. And Mm -hmm. so when, when I'm in busy mode, I, I can get to bed for the most part, get to bed when I need to. And often during those times, I will set an alarm for bedtime, like 10 o'clock remind just because sometimes I just don't pay attention to what time it is. So to have, that's another real practical thing that has helped me in the past is okay it's time to go to bed or at least just sh- pay attention to what time it is and then you know 6 30 shows up and I'm, I'm up and ready to go or whenever I need to get up um so I can do that if I need to but if I don't need to I don't <laughs> you know if I don't need to I just kind of I guess I'm more of this all or nothing type of thing because right now like I said things are not so busy and my, I've got my whole day like all day today the only thing on my agenda was this phone call, you know, where usually I've got like 10 things on, on the calendar. So I, I guess I feel like I can sleep in a little bit if I need to. And I think that's the joy of it. I think, you know, we may be grownups, but there's still the, maybe the teenager part of us that's like, woohoo, I can do something (laughs) different and not in the schedule. I can be spontaneous. I can sleep in. Mm -hmm. But then again, you have that trigger and you're still Mm -hmm. connecting with the Lord each day. And I love that. Absolutely. So for the the woman listening, 
And mm-hmm. she's just like, okay, this this all sounds great. I struggle with mornings. I want to, um, what, what encouragement w- would you give to her? What vision would you give to her to just dive in however imperfect it might be? Yeah. Um, well, it makes me think of those. And I know you guys have done this on the podcast, but it was a blog series from forever ago. The Hello Mornings blog when we first started that out. The 10 transformational tips for the night, for the night owl. owl. Yeah. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, my first one on that was know your why. Like, know your why. Why are you doing this? Are you doing this to impress Cat Lee? Are you doing this to, I mean, not you, like to the right. to the woman. You know, yeah. are you doing this so that Cat Lee, the writer of Hello Mornings, go, wow, you did it. Are you doing this so that, you, you know, the people in your group or the people in your church or you know, are you doing this to impress them? Like, why are you doing this? And I think when we get back to really why we do this, we ought to be doing this because we want to spend time with God, mm-hmm. because we want to be closer to him. Yes, because we want to be obedient. Yes, there's a there's a there's a bit of that duty there as well. But I think primarily our why ought to be joy. It ought to be because we we know that this is what is best for me. This is God's best for me. And I want that. And sometimes it's so deep. Sometimes it's so covered up with all these other things in our lives that keep us from truly, really wanting God the way we want to want him. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we're we're always in that place where, you know, where we want to want to exercise. We want to want to be skinny. (laughs) We want to want to, you know, whatever. And so I think when we look at the even the fact that you want to want to get up in the morning and read your Bible is a huge deal. So don't focus on the, I can't do this, or I'm so tired, or I'm a failure. I've tried this so many times. Don't focus on that. Focus on the part of you that wants to grow. Focus on the part of you that wants to know God more deeply. That's his will for you. And so if you can remember your why and remember that this is why I want to, not to impress other people, not to prove myself, not to make anyone happy, but because it is what is best for me and it is what I want to be at the feet of Jesus. So good. Katie, where can people find you online? No, so for first, I want to say Katie has some amazing, amazing resources. She's got several books. So you absolutely, even while you're listening right now as we're wrapping up, go ahead to her site, sign up for her email list. She's got so much good, really practical um, really usable stuff on, on how to get started studying the Bible. So where can people find you, Katie? Yeah, I am on all the social media channels at, as the Katie or T-H-E-K-A-T-I-E-O-R-R. Um, and my website is katieor.me. And from there, you can find our YouTube channel on our podcast. And we, we really do have a lot of things going on. I don't do all those consistently, but they're all there I really want to give you what medium works best for you. So if you like to listen, you can listen. If you like to watch, you can watch. Um, lots of printables, lots of free stuff. Um, Going to be doing a lot of prayer stuff this year, a lot of prayer bookmarks um, and prayer, biblical prayer requests and stuff like that. So that's where you can find me. Fantastic. And I'd Katie, love to connect. I'm so glad that you are able to join us today. Thanks for being on the Hello Mornings podcast. It's an honor. Thanks, Kat. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
All right. I hope you enjoyed our chat today with Katie. I hope you took some notes and are going to implement some things tomorrow morning. If you want more resources for your mornings, you can head over to hellamornings.org. We have Bible studies. We have planning resources and all kinds of stuff to help you get started building your own grace-filled, life-giving morning routine. Now, you can also pick up a copy of our book, Hello Mornings, on Amazon.com, your favorite online retailer, or at your local favorite bookstore. My name is Kat Lee, and I hope you'll join us next time for our next episode of the Hello Mornings podcast. by Jen Stanbro. You can get your copy at iTunes, Amazon, or jenstanbro.com.